temptation is making me fall When my back's on the wall, I'ma lean on you 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 What it do? What it do? Cooking this brisket all night. Mm. You got something going on today for you to, or you just, that's just for, I guess, dinner, lunch, dinner? For, for food, for fun. Ah, got you, got you. I'm glad you're putting that thing to use, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some good cooks out of it. Mm-hmm. How you... I'm good. I'm good. Uh, had some Waffle House just now. Come on. You know, you can't go wrong with Waffle House, man. Um, Might have to make me some coffee. Come on now. I'm not much of a coffee guy. Really? I was for a little bit when I was on staff, but that was like for a month when I had my um, my program assignment at Wendy Gap. You were just trying to fit in with the staff vibes. Uh, I was <laughs> trying to keep my, keep my energy up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, nah, it was it was fun though. It was fun though. You, you gotta have some uh, tea or coffee or something when you're at camp, dude. I'm telling you what. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to camp uh, today. No way. Yeah, with some um, some kids from the, a partner church that we're with. Um, is it wildlife? Have, it is wildlife. Graham's gonna be there. Really? Yeah. Carolina Point. CP. Oh, word. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Shout out to Graham out there, man, if you're listening, dude. Well, Come on, we know dude. he's listening, but shout out to Graham, man. How about Graham? How about him? This is his first ever camp trip, dude. Really? He's never been to camp as a kid. Like, a, like literally, it's so funny. He's probably one of my, like, main Young Life kids I've, like, that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And he's never been to camp. <laughs> wow. And now he's leading... Now he's leading wildlife and taking his first camping trip in college. Oh, nice. I've been married for 21 days. Already? Yeah, bro. Dang. I'm basically yeah, yeah, I guess a, married man. Yeah, a month, a month will be, yeah, the end of this month. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, bro. Seems like it was just yesterday. I'm telling you. <laughs> that Honestly, like... It is really kind of crazy how something you like wait for for that long, like you know, like it comes and it's just kind of like, dang, that was fast. You know what I mean? Like, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I get you. Well, I don't get you about the the marriage part, but I do understand where you're coming from. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you'll you'll get that part. Like, but like, you know, anything that you're like are planning for that comes to like, you know, like something's like a month or a year away, and then it gets there, and it's like, dang. Ah, uh, yeah. So, you know? wow, that was a that was a fast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Word. All right, man. Let's go ahead and jump into this thing. Back to our regularly scheduled programming with some of these hypotheticals. Well, just one today. So, 
Would you rather win the lottery as it stands today or never have to buy anything for yourself ever again? And before you answer, the lottery today, as of 24 hours ago, is sitting at $439 million. Mm. I think I'd rather go with never having to buy something for myself again. Interesting. Why do you say that? Because, like, that's house payments. Like, I feel like the the million, while it is a lot of money, <laughs> will run out at some point. But for, like, literally never having to pay for anything again, mm-hmm. like, I feel like at some point that'll become almost the same value, if not more. That's true. Well, depending on who you ask or what right, you get right. or what you get. I don't know. I didn't well yeah, this this question doesn't specify if other people are paying for the stuff that you want or if you're just like it's just free and you just take it. Yeah. So So let's just say it depends. Okay. Okay. That's the I feel like that's kinda like the the loophole answer or the scapegoat answer for a lot of hypotheticals. <laughs> it, it depends. It's like, man, just answer the, <laughs> just answer the question. You right, know what? That government, I'll win the lottery, Adam. That's what we <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> now, for, for me, I, I kind of feel you on that. Um, not having to pay for anything. I would definitely, I would definitely go with that. I mean, th- that's like gas. Mm-hmm. See, that's I wasn't even true. thinking about like, uh, like you said, the home, like the house payments. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. That's a. Yeah. Like that. If I didn't have to pay house payments, come on now. Mm-hmm. I'd be rich. Right. And uh, so, dang, another thing. I wish you would have like specified whether or not. Okay. Well. Well, no, we're not. I'm not gonna do that because I was gonna. I was gonna say like you never having to pay. For or buy anything for yourself ever again, do you still have money, or are you just like, you just, no no bread, no cash, no nothing, but you don't have to buy anything for yourself? Hmm. Now, if you do have money, and you don't have to buy anything for yourself ever again, that would, uh, it would defeat the purpose of having the money. <laughs> right. So it's a, it's an interesting question, um, but yeah, my answer I I kind of side with not having to pay for anything ever again. Sounds nice. Because even then, yeah, because yeah, even then, if you have money but you don't have to pay for anything, and you're using, I guess, other people's money or anything's for free, you're saving money, but you you're not gonna have you're not gonna end up using it because you never have to buy anything for yourself. Exactly. I dug into that question a lot deeper than I thought I was going to. <laughs> hey, we saw we solved it. We did. We cracked the code. Well, somewhat of the code. We still got to decipher um, some other stuff, Da Vinci Code style. <laughs> <laughs> word word. Well, let's go ahead and jump into the the topic at hand, man. Love um, it. So this was a this was one of those things. It was one of those. Um, 
concepts that I heard earlier last year. And I didn't know where it was in the Bible until I looked it up. I, I thought it was just something like people had came up with. It, sa- it's, it sounds really good. Um, but it wasn't until I like kind of dug into it for myself to understand where where that came from and right. um, who said that thing. So what it is, <laughs> just who, said that? who said that thing, what it is, so the it's the phrase of we're in the world, but not of the world. Um, and the, the last part of that, we're, okay, start over. We're in the world, but not of the world, but sent to the world. And... I just thought it was a really dope, like one-liner when I first heard it. But then, like I said, digging deeper, I found out that it's actually out of scripture. It is out of scripture, and it comes um, in the passage of scripture from when uh, Jesus goes and prays for uh, the disciples to start off with, and then it kind of sprawls out into anybody that follows his teachings. Or um or has a relationship with him. Uh, and John yeah, John seventeen. Yep, John seventeen. It's uh yeah, verse fourteen through sixteen. Yeah, and that we we did a we did a study, not a study, but um there was a young life training back when I was on staff, and I forget who it was that came out of this passage. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like Rick Palmer or somebody. Oh, Rick. Shout out to Rick, man. We love Rick. Love Rick. <laughs> Mr. Rick. Well, I'm not going to put his government out there. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> if you listen out there, Rick, love you, man. Shout out to you. Pre- appreciate you. But, um, but yeah, so it, it comes out of uh, verse 14 through 16, and it says, I'm in the New Living Translation. It says, I have given them your word, and the world hates them because they do not belong to the world just as I do not belong to the world. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them safe from the evil one, for they do not belong to this world any more than I do. Mm. And and I I wanted to kind of dive into this topic because one of my teammates and a good friend of mine um, at work, he um, he saw, I tweeted, I tweeted it and then posted it on my IG story. And he messaged me and was like, "You know, you gotta, you know, you gotta chop this up with me. I, I want to hear more about this." And so we mm-hmm. kind, we kind of got into it a little bit, um, until like what it meant, but just like the, the busyness of our day, we we and we haven't we haven't circled back around to it. So, my mm-hmm. dog Marcus out there, if you're listening, this is us circling back to to it. Yeah, this was from Marcus. This was from Marcus, man. Shout out to Marcus. <laughs> we do a lot of shout outs on this show, and I like it. Oh, me too. Like it. So, what are uh, what are your thoughts? What are you um, first impressions when you hear that? How did you hear about it? What uh, what are you thinking about that concept? Yeah. Um, well, first off, I think it's kind of fun to think about being from another place, almost like, and, and almost like. I think I think even the connotation in that is that we're we're not only from another place, but we're from a better place, mm. and a place that far like exceeds the standards of the world we live in now. Like that, what the joys and the like riches of this world 
our chump change in the place where we come from. Right. <laughs> like, and I, I don't know. There's just like a sense of like, you know, I don't even know if it's pride. I think it's more like it's, and it's not even entitlement. Like, I think, I think that's what's so cool about the kingdom of heaven is like, it's, it's a, it's a citizenship that is not really anything to brag about. It's more something to like be grateful for, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like, it's, it's kind of like, um, you know, like when, when somebody is so good and pure, they don't even have to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm like there's a level of like, when we come to terms with who we are and what we're made for, like we just, there's just a quiet strength and a quiet confidence that we have in that. Mm. Um, it's funny you mentioned that. There's a book by Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy, that's right. Called Quiet Strength. I have it, and it co- it came with a like a Bible study like book as well. It oh, yeah. so yeah, I'm I'm gonna dive into that sometime. Well, this year, not sometime this year. I'm claiming it. I'm gonna dive into that this year. But anywho, I digress. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I I would love to. I've never read the the book, but that concept of a quiet strength and almost this like. I think I love this picture of having nothing to lose because my, my kingdom, my, like the place where I belong is all is always and forever mine. And like, it can never be taken from me and the riches of this world will perish, but they do not compare to the riches of eternity that, that God has stored up for us. You know what I mean? Like there's just like a, there's just a there's just a very comforting thing in that that I think it it should give us the confidence to be bold and to be fearless and to be um, really intentional and gentle and kind with the world that we live in because like when when we when we know we belong I got there's so many there's so many things it's um, C.S. Lewis has a has a quote. I I'm I know I'm spitting out a lot of C.S. Lewis quotes on this podcast. It's all good. Love love the love the the quotes. Love the quotes. Love well, the quotes. Lewis talks about he says if I find myself with a desire that this world cannot fulfill, then the only logical answer is that I'm made for another world. And just to think that like my deepest yearning and longing has a home and a place where it's it's fulfilled is like really really cool (laughs) you know i just i don't know there's something about like finding the the missing puzzle piece that that we all are kind of looking for you know and there's this hole that we we can't fill with anything on this earth except for you know this this place we call home it's where god is um and we get to represent that wherever we go I, i mean it's just a really beautiful picture so i could keep going but i want to hear your thoughts no it's it's interesting that you say that being a representative because i i looked up some commentary and i just kind of did some 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 more further digging when i heard uh this this quote and even like when i read the verses um and one of the commentaries under the, the subheading there's a section called well, it's titled that you are a representative of another world. And hmm. and I like what you said in the beginning. You said that um, it's not that 
what is it? It's not that we're, um, well, the world, we're not of the world, but where we're from, it's better than, I forget, I butchered that so hard just now, bro. <laughs> but it was to the, dang, I, I want to, I don't want to misquote you because it's, it's, it's good. Like it, the, that we, we come from a place far better. Yes. 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 Don't worry, y'all. That'll be on the it'll be on the IG post because you know Banks drops nuggets like that, and that one came pretty early. Um, <laughs> we leading off. <laughs> there you go, starting off strong. <laughs> but it says, but in the commentary, it says that that we're ambassadors of Christ's kingdom, and we're visiting a visiting a world that's not our home, but showing people how amazing our real home is, and inviting them to come back with us. Mm. And so, uh, going like going back to your point, like that, I'm. I'm I'm glad you said that because that's that's how we're to look at it. We're representatives of another world, a world far better than what we call home now, which isn't our home for eternity. It's temporary. And there was a there's a shirt, there's a hoodie actually that had that I I want to get. It's really dope too. That mm-hmm. says that heaven is my home, and I'm just here recruiting. <laughs> I love it. So if you see me, if you see me with it on in person, just know that that's, yeah, it's prefaced. <laughs> he is a big time scout. Yes, sir. But no, but that, but yeah, that, that concept of like representing another world, of, of another world far better than this world. Um, and then showing people how amazing it is and wanting them to come. It's the wanting them to come back with us, inviting them to come back with us. Yes. That gets me. Um, yes. Dude, this is so interesting because, like, when you sent me the the topic for today, it, it was it's just I mean it's kind of the same thing you were talking about of, you know, you you your mom tells you that Bible verse and then bam, like it's the Bible study verse that y'all are studying, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like this is literally what I've been chewing on this week of just like really longing for home, mm-hmm. and like. <laughs> Just like realizing that home is the place where all of my pain and all of the suffering and all of the like stuff that we deal with gets like redeemed and gets like, like there's, there's like, there's, um, resolve. There's, there's a remedy, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and, and, and just like to think about like, you know, you and I are pretty blessed. I mean, in, in terms of like the lives we've had, we've, we've had, you know, and just thinking about people that have suffered really, really suffered. Like, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. And to think that even they have resolve and remedy in that place, like as, as like much damage as, as people have had in their lives and, and much hard, like, you know, just stuff like, I mean, you think about all the trauma people deal with and to think that heaven home like is worth it or somehow redeems it. And like that, that blows my mind. But all that to say, Delaney and I are in a life group and we're studying, we're doing financial peace university with Dave Ramsey. And yeah, my pastor does that as well. Well, for our church. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I I, I was a little hesitant towards it at first because I just, I'd heard all kinds of different opinions about it, but mm-hmm. um, the more we've gotten into it, the more I'm just like, man, this is this guy's onto something for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that the thing that stuck out to me the most 
was he was talking about how God is like is when it comes to richness and wealth, God is like the pinnacle of that. Mm. And that he's our father. Like it's like our dad is the most wealthiest being in all of the universe. And he loves us. And like like it was like and like that's what he, he said in the videos, like, dude, God is crazy about you. He's crazy about all of us. Like he would do anything for like to give us his best. Like and the, it just to think about like how great and vast and like like powerful he is, but his his deepest longing is for us. Mm-hmm. You know, I, there's something about that. And then he 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 used like an example of people that are like, "Well, you don't understand, Dave. Like God's mad at me. Like he, all the things I've done, God's mad at me." And Dave's his his response was, "God's not mad at you. He just misses you." I and like he wants that you, one. He wants you to come home, and he wants you to he wants you to talk to him. And it just it doesn't it isn't rocket science. You don't have to go be some priest to talk to God. Mm. You talk to him because he's your dad and he loves you and he's he's able to like meet every single need. I, I mean, dude, like w- if we could see God that way, I think it would change everything. I agree. I agree a thousand. A thousand percent, because even like, because even like growing up, or not even growing up, like even now today, people are under this impression, this false pretense that you have to quote unquote get right with God, or 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 get right before you can get right with God. If that makes sense, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, nah, dude. Like, you, you don't have to, you don't have to do anything, like. If you if you just if you just come with a a sincere heart and you and you want your life to change and you want shoot hope even you don't you don't have to jump through all these hoops have a certain degree uh, be a part of a certain uh, socioeconomic class whatever the case is like there are no prerequisites to to the grace that God gives because that's what grace is right like you're you're getting something without having to earn it not do anything for it. You're just giving it because just cause, <laughs> right, right. Just giving it just because, and almost, um, almost just because we need it. Mm. Like, and it's not like it's not like we need it in the sense of like you need it more than I do, right? Because God doesn't He doesn't pity anybody like that. Uh, he's God's not a God to feel sorry for you. Like He's not in it. Okay. That could go really wrong. <laughs> like, like God's heart, God's heart, he has a heart for you. And his it, it hurts his heart when we hurt. And hear me when I say that. <laughs> um no doubt. And um his his heart is not for any of us, any of his create of his creations to perish. That's in the word. I'll look it up for you in a minute. But that's that's what I meant by He's, he doesn't pity you like what was <laughs> like what was you like his heart goes out for us he has compassion right. he is merciful right. um and he wants the best for us i probably should have said that first <laughs> <laughs> i probably should have led with that one but y'all know what i'm talking about man <laughs> no, he I, i'm i'm agreeing with you i just I, I was i was in a a conversation yesterday as well it's it's just been really interesting how god's like set all this stuff up but you know, I think like we pray this prayer on earth as it is in heaven, you mm-hmm. know, like the Lord's prayer. And that's a really like 
I think we skim over that, like, because we're so busy getting ready for our game we're about to play. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, like, when we ask that, like, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven, like, he's, we're asking God to invade mm. our moment, you know? And, like, I, that's such a, I, we can't skip over that. And, you know, like, I, I think I have been, I have lived my life in preparation for, like, all kinds of different tests, you know, whether it's a, an actual test at school or, you know, a game or a, a you know, what, whatever it could be, but it's like, you're always in preparation to like perform mm-hmm. or, to, you know, and I think like, as I've gotten older, like, I think it's like turned from, okay, I want to do well on this test or do well in this game or do well in this interview or whatever it is. And it's like, I just feel like, every day I'm preparing to stand before Jesus like on that last day. And, but like what I, what I, the the conversation I had yesterday, the guy was just like, what if you're already there? Like, what if we're already at the feet of Jesus? What if we're already standing face to face with Jesus? Mm. And like, when we pray on earth as it is in heaven, it's like, it's almost, that's what we're asking for. Like we're asking for God's presence to, to come here and to like reckon with us, to reckon with me, to like, you see what I'm getting at? Like, Mm -hmm. and that it's no longer this like performance of, did I measure up? Am I good enough to make it kind of thing? It's, it's more of a, all right, Lord, like you see me as I am, like help me, (laughs) you know, like, yeah, there's, there's no like, the audition is over. It's now just like surrender, you know? And then once we surrender, we become people who like recruit kind of like you were saying, but like really just convince people to surrender with us. Mm. You know, like we have seen the Lord and because we have seen the Lord, we have, we have surrendered. Mm. I like that. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. And also back to that verse. Um I guess it kind of it kind of plays into that as well. Um uh, 2nd Peter 3 um 9, but I'm going to go back to verse 8 kind of give some context. Um as the scripture in particular is talking about the day of the Lord coming. The author goes to say verse 8. He says, "But you must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think." No, he's actually being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. Isn't that cool? It is. I like the New Living Translation. I like that version of the Bible. Oh, yeah. Very easy to read, follow, and understand. Um, yeah, back to that point earlier, like the Lord's heart isn't for anyone to, to at the very least, get to experience him. Um, you can either have a choice whether to say yay or nay. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. Like, I just, there's something so cool, and like that really hit me when I heard Dave Ramsey say that about God's not mad at you; <laughs> mm, He just misses you. I <laughs> like, like that. I, that stuck with me, dude. And like something about that verse you just read too. Like, God's not wanting anyone to perish. Like, He wants us all to come home. He just misses us. He wants us around the table. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like. 
there's a there's a cool story. Like I think Billy Graham's daughter. Well, I, we I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast or not before, but like she was she got kind of estranged from Faith and from her family, and he every Christmas the family would be invited to to their house, and there was a while where she just never came home. Really. And, Billy Graham would just sit out on the front porch and wait for her. Hmm. And finally she came home and it was just kind of like, I mean, I just think that that's what Jesus is doing with us. Like in like with every single person, he is waiting on the front porch, just hoping to see our car come down the driveway. Ah, yeah. The prodigal son. Yeah. Prime example. Yeah. I mean, but like, Something about that, man, like to think about the most powerful being in the universe, having the like gentleness and the kindness and the love and the heart to sit on the front porch and wait for us Mm -hmm. like that, dude, like that's too good. That's a different type of love. Yeah, it's a different type of love. And um, and and I posted something the other day. Um. Kind of yes yeah, to that to that same image. Um, I saw it somewhere. I forget where I saw it, but I wrote it down for sure. And it was like you love different because uh, you realize that you've been loved different. Oh yeah, I, I saw I saw that when you posted that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's yeah that like that one. That was that's one that really sticks with me too. Um, back to what you just said, the most powerful being in all of existence is has every right to hold a grudge against us, uh, kind of operate and move as if he's holier than thou, ha- kind of have that attitude. Right. Um, and essentially not waste his time with us after we, you know, messed up what was once perfect and corrupted it. But yet he still sits on the front porch, not mad at us. He just misses us and wants us in spite of all that to come home dude somehow able like to separate us from our sin yeah like to where he doesn't even see it like he doesn't even like it says this if it never happened yeah my gosh because even even if you think about that just in in a carnal mindset like with everyday interaction somebody does something to you and you hold that grudge well depending on the person you hold that grudge for forever. <laughs> right. Imagine having done something to God. Well, we have, but putting him in a in a human state. You've done something to somebody and it was really very hurtful and they didn't deserve it. And they actually tried to do something good for you. <laughs> and you end up, you know, just essentially just spitting on it. Right. And and yet he's still like, oh, that happened? Right. Like, oh, I don't recall. But anywho, hey, glad to see you. I love you. Uh when you when you're coming back. <laughs> right, right. And dude, let me let's let's take it a little further. Cause this is I think this is really good. So I mean, I'm sure you're familiar with the Beauty and the Beast, right? Yes. So the opening scene of the Beauty and the Beast is it's this rich man that ho- like hosts all these parties, right? Mm-hmm. Really attractive. And he only invites the attractive, cool people to his parties. Right. Right. 
and this old hag comes in the comes in the party and like they all like look on her with disgust right mm-hmm. and then like they treat her with contempt and like all this stuff happens well then like she reveals herself as like a beautiful enchantress right mm-hmm. like all, like kind of that alien from another place concept you know yeah yeah and she puts the curse on the man and he becomes the beast and basically he has to fall in love or else he he's going to remain the beast forever kind of thing yeah and i love that because that's what jesus did like he disguised himself Mm. as the lowest so that we could learn how to love and like this is this is where it's interesting because there's a great there's an interesting verse in um in, uh, Matthew where Jesus says that not all who say to me Lord Lord will enter my kingdom but only those who do the will of the Father who sent me and and basically like he says that there's going to be all these people that say Lord Lord like did did we not do all these things in your name and he's going to say depart from me I never knew you and any any continues and he says whatever you did for the whatever you did not do for the least of these brothers of mine you did not do for me Mm. and then he said to the other people he's like come in come and inherit the kingdom for when i was hungry you gave me something to eat when i was thirsty you gave me something to drink and they're like when did we see you when did we do these things lord and he says whatever you did do for the least of these brothers of mine you did for me Mm. and like the way we treat every single human being that we, that we interact with is ultimately like that's how God set it up. Like he in go, in going to the cross, he became every man. Yes. And how we treat every man is ultimately how we're treating Jesus. Right, right. And uh-huh. and and that like the way we treat people represents where we come from the kingdom that we represent the place that the other world that we represent is a kingdom of pure love mm-hmm. and, and redemption and forgiveness and grace and mercy. And like that, like, and if we're not living like that, we're not, we're not representing where we come from very well. Yes not representing who's going to want to come back to that nobody right mm-hmm. yeah. nobody come back to a place of hatred and judgment and garrison and whatever else you could concoct right like i need a place of grace i need a place of forgiveness i need a place i need people that love me the way that jesus loves me mm-hmm. and it's, it's i'm glad you kind of um you brought this up because it, the second kind of point in that passage that I was looking at on that commentary. Um, don't hate this world. Hmm. And it says to keep in mind that just because this world is not our home doesn't mean we should despise it. Right. We should still enjoy it, enjoy the creation um, that God's given us, um, the people like, because like, that's, that's what Jesus did. That's what Jesus did. He, like you said, he, he loved, he had a perfect love. He had a righteous love. Um, anybody, right? He didn't turn him away. He didn't treat him as uh, like the the prince in Beauty and the Beast, like he did the 
the um the old hag who ended up being the enchantress. Right. Um, he treated him the same like with the same respect. Like he treated every so there's a there's a another another quote that I saw and I posted it a while back. It was like I was brought up to to treat uh the janitor with the same respect as the CEO. Right. And 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 that's I mean as as simple as that is, I mean, there's a lot in that. There's there's a lot in that because we have because we see people in in such a different light than Jesus does. Right. We see the we see the clothes, we see the possessions, the material things, or the lack thereof. And it's like, oh, okay, you you automatically like categorize them. Right. And and based on that, you give X amount of respect to uh, whosoever. <laughs> right. Or and vice versa, which which is it now now like kind of thinking out loud i i don't understand that concept <laughs> no I, I don't understand it. it it makes sense like i mean not makes sense but it doesn't it's not that deep when you first think about it but when you actually put some intentional thought behind it and you kind of unpack it it's like well yeah why wouldn't i treat somebody that's less fortunate with with respect i mean first off they didn't do anything to me right like like what 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 what's the basis that I have from treating them differently than somebody else? Right. I um we've I think we've mentioned this on here before, but the chosen. Yes, sir. Love Man, that. if y'all hadn't watched the chosen, I highly, highly recommend Please do. That. I'll link it in the I'll link it in the <laughs> description. <laughs> Golly. It like I'm not saying it's the Bible, but like, pretty it close. Does a, it does a really good job of at least attempting to portray a lot of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, I just I was watching um, the the scene where the bleeding woman touches the hem of Jesus's garment. Oh, I hadn't got to that one yet, but oh, I mean, we we know the story, but continue. Yeah. <laughs> But like, dude, like, you you think about that, right? This this woman's been bleeding for twelve years. Mm. Like, can't stop the bleeding for twelve. Like, what in the world, dude? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the amount of suffering that like she endured, not for like a year or two years, but twelve. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. or or the the paralytic man that like was paralyzed for 38 his whole years. life 38 years and it's like you know it was so interesting the way they depicted it because like the way jesus treated this woman and that man like like it was like he 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 held them in the highest esteem like i just like think about the god of the universe stopping for you mm. or or going out of his way to like bring you to your feet for the first time in 38 years. Mm. Like, like it's almost like you see like, and, and that's the, that's the thing about it is like the world despised these people. Like they, they run from people like that because, Oh, they're unclean or they're, they, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're broken. They're lame. Yeah. yeah. At, but the God of the universe stoops down next to them. Hmm. 
You know what I mean? Like, it, it, and there's just something so like important for us to grasp in that. Like, we are so busy honoring and praising the beautiful things in this world that we think are beautiful based on the standard that we've set. But like what God sees as beautiful is a woman who's been bleeding for 12 years that now is, is clean Mm -hmm. and, and a, and a lame man that couldn't walk for 38 years, taking his first steps like that. We've got to have a different, we've got to have a makeover of what we see as beautiful. Mm, I like the wordplay. You know what I'm trying to say? Like we've got, we have to be renewed. We have to understand that like the standard we have been living in is, is not, is not the kingdom standard, Mm. not the way the kingdom works. And I mean, you, you come to verses in scripture, the last shall be first and the first shall be last. Like that is a huge thing that like, we can't just skim over that. Mm-hmm. Like if I have wealth, it is only for the benefit of those who do not. Yes. Yes. Not for me to, to like to fatten myself and to please myself. It is for me to use for their betterment. Yes. Use things, love people. Don't love things and use people. Right. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately like, that's that's what's going to lead to destruction because if you can't support someone who is weak how do you expect to be supported when you're weak right right oh 1000% cuz you cuz you can't be you can't be for someone else that you aren't yourself right it's impossible It'd be the blind leading the blind right no i yeah I, I love that so much like i love that um and even like going back to not hating the world um the, the commentary goes on further to say it says um the world such as the, the the beautiful creation that god's given us but however there's a dangerous darkness here that we must avoid like the values of the world are not the things that jesus values um, and i.e. kind of like that love we were talking about, um, we use in give, giving us, whether we use it to glorify him, uh, use it to glorify ourselves, uh, not the pleasures of an ambassador of Christ. Tempting as they may be, personal pleasure is no longer a goal, no longer our goal in life as it once was, um, but rather the worship of God and living our lives as light in the dark. Mm. so it was kind of you were kind of definitely spot on um saying just now and and that 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 brings some more light and it makes it it makes it plain really Mm. it makes it plain for for everybody to understand that what what we once were we're no longer Mm. oh dang that was a good one that was a banks quote right there i might have to write write that one down (laughs) What, what we once were we are no longer Come on now. Um, that okay, dude. Here's where it comes in. So the verse that says, "He became sin who knew no sin, that we might become the righteousness of God." Mm-hmm. And you know that that we talked about God becoming a man and taking on the sin of the world mm-hmm. and becoming every man. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think here, this is what I've really been wrestling with a lot is like, I, I can get really angry with people when mm-hmm. they sin against me or when they take something that's supposed to be like, you know, somebody cuts you off in traffic. Yeah. Or yeah. Something happens. Right. And you can get so angry with them. Realize, dang. That's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm doing the same thing to somebody else. Right. And like, but like in that, that's the thing is like when you start pointing fingers, you ultimately end up pointing fingers at yourself. And then God is like, God intercedes and said, put the finger down Mm. and, and like basically takes your place in their place. Yeah. And now that he's taken our place, we're like it's like this it's this transition of now we are supposed to treat each other like the righteousness of god yes like i am not supposed to treat you based on your sin Hmm. i'm supposed to treat you based on the sacrifice that was made for you oh wait wait hold on wait 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 say 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 that again I'm not supposed to treat you based on your sin. I like it's like the verse says, w- God does not deal with us as our sin deserves. Mm-hmm. So we're not to deal with others as their sin deserves. Mm-hmm. We're to deal with others in view of the sacrifice that was made for them. They were the righteousness of God, as if they were Jesus himself. Mm. I like that. And that's the thing, like when Jesus is hanging on a cross. And they're spitting on him and mocking him and spearing him in the side and pulling his hair out and casting lots over his clothes. Mm-hmm. He says, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing because he is he is saying, I am taking their place and I want you to treat them as you would treat me. Mm. Golly. Heartstrings. <laughs> yeah. God, treat them as you would treat me. Wow. We're asking for forgiveness. We're asking God to treat us as he would treat Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The basis of every prayer. Well, right. a forgiving prayer. Acknowledging the fact that I don't deserve to be treated like Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I need, like, I, like I, my life depends on God's mercy. I can't do it apart from his mercy. That's good. I think I was trying to find the. I wrote it down. I'm trying to find that that quote. Uh, oh, it says. So my pa- so my pastor said this back in back in Georgia. Shout out Pastor Brunson at Trinity Life Church in Decula, Georgia. Um, and I may butcher this too, but it says something to the effect of um, love of others others until we see how how God truly sees them. Mm. It's all that is. (laughs) You, you like, you bear with people and love them until it's revealed. Mm -hmm. Same idea as like holding the crown over somebody's head. Yeah. That's exactly right. Dang it. But it's in here though. (laughs) (laughs) It's in here. I remember that one. 
go. Yeah. I said it right. Let's go. Let's says, go. Love, love others until you really see what God loves about them. Mm. Mm. So Brunson. Shout out to Pastor Brunson, man, and TLC, man. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, and uh, I mean, kind of just on the whole, as we're wrapping up, man, um, remembering that we're in this world, but not of the world, um, but we're sent to the world, and that we should make every effort to live, think, and to act like an ambassador of Christ's kingdom. Um, we are, in fact, we're one, we're more than conquerors, and we are princes and princesses of that world, that better world, that the world that we represent, and not this one. That's it. That'll play. Kings and queens. You know it, baby. <laughs> well, man, I want to say thank y'all for tuning in, listening in. Appreciate y'all for the support thus far. Um, brother, appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Uh, still can't believe you're married. I mean, I can, but ah! yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you you know what I mean. Blue but nah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But man, hey, love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Um, and y'all stay tuned for next week's episode of the Playing for More podcast. Yes, sir. Thank y'all and God. I'm a lean on you. I'm a lean.